confusion. Yeah, we got a full clip this week. Brat. Yo, Ange is on you. Yo, why is the Bible that's, that's, so dope? That's the intro. That's the intro. <laughs> yo, this guy said before we started, yo, we was all sitting there reading. The guy got up and said, yo, why is the Bible so dope, man? <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. It was man. like, come, he, he said it like, come on, man. God, why are you so dope? Yo, we got a special uh, introduction to make. Mm. Ain't special. Always been here. In yeah, spirit. Yeah, yeah, in spirit, but now we got Not him special. we got him in the flesh. In the flesh. Nah, the special, brain. Bro. Nah, far from the brain. Ralph the mouth. <laughs> that's more that's more like it. Ralph the mouth. Ralph the mouth, though. Ralph, Ralph the mouth. We got Ralph the mouth. AKA Dr. Ralph is in the building. Yes, sir. Hello, Yo, hello, we got, hello. We got, two, we got two doctors on this podcast. Nah, um, that's Dr. Doolittle right there. Son. <laughs> Yo, respect my degree, son. Put some respect on it. How, how many years you put in, Ange? Nine. Nah, I respect that. I, was, I definitely was Internship, that. all that, yeah, bro. Nah, I respect that. Nah, yeah, that's serious. Doctors. Yo, my patients don't talk to me, so. Yo, that's. It makes it. It makes life a lot harder. <laughs> it so. makes it harder. Of course, they don't yeah. talk. They don't come in they and tell me where it hurts. Right? So, so yes, so you have to be more intuitive. Yeah. But this guy, uh, this guy is the uh, animal whisperer. Yo, <laughs> the dog whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> tell me where it hurts. <laughs> tell, me where, tell me where it hurts, Fido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, how you how you guys been doing, man? We're going to introduce yo, Ralph, man. Chill, it's not about Ralph. <laughs> yeah, it's not about me. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Ralph, no introduction Ralph, up in here. Ralph is here. Now nah, Ralph only is in Ange, the building. Filthy, only, only, only filthy rags. Go ahead, go no. ahead, Ange. Filthy. Let's get it out the way. It's the filthy rags show. Let's get it out the way. Son, I was asked, I was asking for that intro last week. He didn't give it to me. He was like, "Yo, chill, bro. You gotta give Ange his fifteen, dog." Listen, bro. Here's a little 15. Let we him, complete, let him get it out of his complete system. complete tonight, bro. I got my boy Ralph sitting across from me, rocking the yo, Jesus yo. shirt. He's mad radical, son. Radical Christian. Yeah, we got, yo, a, full, man, we got a full clip tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's a pleasure to be with the brothers, man. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, so I had to take boy. a long drive, specifically today. Mm. Woke up at 4 in the morning. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, if you would have known that, that, that Marcus was working till right? midnight. Yeah, I know, right? I could have stayed in the You probably would have, yeah, you could have left late. Could have been, yo, you could have walked there, bro. What? <laughs> could, took a skateboard. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, we here, man. The enemy always tries something every week. Every week he tries yeah. to do something, bro. All, yeah. all the time. Yeah. But, but, you know, that's because... You know, the spirit is working, so you know, exactly gotta be opposition. And it was very interesting, funny thing like early in the morning because I had to leave my house in Pennsylvania at about uh four o'clock. Mm. And as I'm about to, as I'm about to get on the road, so it's 4 30, got the coffee. I didn't even get a chance to sit down and just spend time with the Lord alone. Mm. I was like, Yo, I gotta get on the road because I need mm. to be with the fellas, yeah, I need to break bread into this word, I need to get into this <laughs> word, right. <laughs> And the funny thing is my wife's um, cousins came, you know, they spent some time with us. Mm. And um, so as I'm getting getting my uh, coffee ready, who comes in and said, yo, uh, can I ask you a question? I said, what? 
her cousin, mm. 18 years old. She was like, yo, I stayed up all night waiting for you because I wanted to ask you a question. No. Because I have a friend that's a Muslim. Mm. I need to know how to address. I said, yo, you've been up all night waiting for me. She was like, yeah, I couldn't let you leave wow. without housing. And I just looked at her. I said, yo, man, that's an encouragement to me. That's dope. You bro. know what I'm saying? Amen. I wish at 18 years old, I had a hunger for the word and trying to reach a friend. Yeah, Not brother. even for herself. Yeah, she Ralph, was like, yo. Ralph, what we was doing at 18, though? <laughs> yo, you was right. As soon as Ralph, as soon as Ralph come, Ralph got the story. Tell you, Ralph, yo, the story. Yo, you are. Uh, yo, he said it. He was like, yo, Ralph got the stories, B. Yo, first. <laughs> Fresh out the gate is a story. Yeah. Oh, Damn, Ralph man. ate up all Ange time. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Ange. No, fil- no filthy bars tonight. No filthy bars. No filthy bars tonight. Oh, it's you all just, good, you bro. Just forfeited your time. Anything for my boy Ralph. So where we, we at, man? Where we at? This is a uh, um, real, real. You guys, you guys went through this. You guys got a chance to uh, spend time. Yeah, this man. chapter with the Lord. It don't matter. The Holy Spirit no. is gonna take over, like, yeah. like he does. Like he, he does it anyway. He the wrote Holy, the book. The Holy Spirit is gonna take over, like he did last week. Yeah. So all, all the study, all, props all goes the, to him. All that's the preparation, it. he's gonna come in, and uh, he's the great teacher. Amen. And Amen. That's, that's what's so dope about this man. Like we get blessed just having a study every week, and um, you know, letting the Holy Spirit speak to us. Mm-hmm. Somebody always brings up something that. Uh, it's just you never thought of, mm-hmm. right? You know, give you a different perspective on how you um, probably see a scripture you read, you know, thirty thousand times or whatever, and you're like, wow, mm. and that you know, you, you you just go grow deeper in yeah. that uh, intimacy and relationship with the Lord. So, yeah, man, I say we get into it. John chapter three. Oh. This is why Ralph got on the road at four o'clock in the morning, man. He got on the road at four o'clock in the morning because of John chapter three. three. I think this is like, I mean, if there was any chapter in the Bible that you had to share with anybody, if there was one chapter you had to share with anybody, it would be John three. You think think, uh, Ans changed his mic stand because he kept on bumping last week? Exactly. And I'm feeling good right now. Gotcha. I can go like this. You can move his hands without bumping my arms. Like an amateur. Yeah, it, it, it starts good. Just hope he don't spill nothing amateur now because he got like he got like five things around him. Amateur hour with Ange bumping the mic. Yo, chill, bro. Stop disrespecting. <laughs> Yo, I ain't even tell you, bro. Yo, if he was Yo, part of son. if he was part of a singing group where they had one mic, you remember they had to share four people had to share. <laughs> Andrew, your answer be the one that'll drop the mic every time. Every time somebody had to come to the, he had to come to the mic and drop the mic. Yo, Mama Dukes hit me up because um, she listened to the first podcast the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And she told me, she said, "Yo, it's, it was great, but Mike and Marcus were making fun of you too much, and I'm gonna come see them dudes and I'm gonna check them. <laughs> so y'all better recognize Miss Esther. Don't play, son. Man, y'all dude. better chill." How you got Mama Dukes on me, dog? Ah, you did it yourself. <laughs> Yo, he said, Mom Dukes, we making fun of him, B. Yo, Ange. Yo. It's on you, man. Hey, you know right, what? Brother. Let's let's actually start in chapter 2, verse 23. Yeah, that was the chapter we was kind of um, 
had a little debate about mm. last week. We was going a little back and forth about it, so that'll be a perfect. Yeah, place I think to start. that's a, that's a great place for us to start. So where you want me to read to? Wherever, wherever the spirit tell you to stop, man. Twenty three, mm. no, chapter two, verse twenty three to. Um, Just read it through. Honestly, I think it was it was part. The chapter break was later than it should have been. But you know, that's what they say. So chapter three should have really started at verse twenty three of chapter two. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, you know. So you're gonna start at verse two. Verse, I mean, no, verse, chapter two, verse what? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right. Actually, yeah, just just read it up until uh, verse. Yo, my eyes are going. I'm getting old. Yo, bro. twenty. <laughs> Everything is just blurry. <laughs> twenty-three to twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Go verse twenty-three. Go to twenty-five. Yeah. Let's go through that. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men and had no need that anyone should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we prior to that, we were reading about what happened in the temple. You know, Jesus seeing what was happening in his father's house and his zeal. The whip. <laughs> the whip. <laughs> chasing uh, the merchants and the money changers and all that. And, and I'm sure that, that caused a ruckus, right? So that caused a ruckus, and now people are talking, people are noticing. Um, so now you're, you're, uh, you're on the list. And, and I'm thinking back with John the Baptist, right, when... when you know the Jews came to him to question him, so you know I, I see it like, all right, you're you're causing a little wave. You know you're you're kind of your name is is starting to get out there, and you know it's weird how the the intro is Jesus turning over the tables, <laughs> Jesus chasing these people out, and so you're dealing with people's money now. Right, people's money, people's livelihood. Um, so now he's noticed. Um, so what else do we see in that section that we just read to make him even more noticed? I mean, the fact that people were believing in him. But why? I mean, because of the signs. Because he was, you know. Yeah, he was doing miracles. And- they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men. So again, you know, spoke about many believed in his name when they saw the signs, but he didn't commit. Believe and commit is the same word in the Greek. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's kind of what we were discussing last week. So, you know, people respond. People respond to something. That doesn't mean they're gonna commit themselves to to it, right? So they see the signs. You you'll respond in a way, but I don't think there was a commitment to it. And Jesus saw that because he knew all men. That's very interesting. Because um, when you think about if it was um, another 
group, an organization, you know, like you have a regular secular organization or even some form of a religious organization, um, and they could see someone that's really devoted to their movement. And when they see this person devoted to their movement, immediately their first thing is like, yo, he's devoted, he's loyal. So the immediately they look at from his outward um, experience or his outward, you know, show, you know, that he's externalizing. They're like, oh, this dude is real. Mm-hmm. He's about this. He's about this movement. He mm-hmm. truly believes, you know, because you really can't see that man's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, most right. man cannot read another man's heart. Exactly. Right. So, but Jesus knew their heart. So this is why I I see that he could not commit it because he know that they're in a fallen nature, mm-hmm. you know that it could be that they're here because of the signs, mm-hmm. you know this is what they're looking for, you and, know. And Jesus is God. That's, That's right. why he could see their hearts. <clears throat> you know, he wasn't a normal man like like you said. Um, <clears throat> you know we can't read those things, but Jesus is God. He was able to see their hearts, so he knew that. You know, it was just off the signs. You guys were observing the signs, but it wasn't nothing real. You know what I'm thinking about right now is uh, John and um, who was it? Andrew? When he was standing under the tree? No, no, no. Yeah, when he was standing, that's him knowing, right? Mm -hmm. You see sometimes Jesus just flexes his deity like, hey, I, I know, man, I know you. I can see your heart. But when um, John and I forgot the other, and he was like, "What secret? What are you looking for? What are your intentions?" Okay, I said, "Yeah." You know, when John the Baptist was like, "Yo, this is this is him. This is the guy I'm talking about." Mm-hmm. And they went and they they sought him, and you know, he 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 asked them like, "All right, what are you guys seeking? What do you guys mm-hmm. want?" And you know kind of like in this situation like i know you know I, yeah I, I know what's in your heart i could i could see all of that but he still did the signs that didn't prevent him from doing the signs mm-hmm. right so we could imagine the people that were being blessed people that were being healed um because it said he did many signs mm-hmm. right so um I think you could read the next two verses, Angie, in chapter 3 as we jump into that. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Mm-hmm. So we're introduced to who? Nicodemus. Nicodemus. And, you know, I like the way they they placed, they introduced him. Because to me, it's in contrast to all those other people that saw the signs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, out of that group, out of that, uh, you know, the feast, people traveling from everywhere, and out of that group where introduced to somebody that responded differently to the signs and i could imagine right this is the guy that came and caused drama in the temple right you know so now they probably talking about like yo who's this guy like and they stepped to him like yo what are you 
what authority do you have to do all of this? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's one of those rulers or one of those teachers in Israel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just me reading the flow, it talks about all these people, but the Lord, Jesus didn't commit himself to them. Like, I didn't, he didn't believe them. And then we're introduced to Nicodemus that responded differently and wanted to talk to Jesus. Mm. And he was a ruler or mm. teacher of the Jews. What else you guys see? I mean, um, tradition mentions that um, Nicodemus not only was he uh, a ruler, right? And uh, if we step outside and look at the big picture and start honing in, right? You're going to say like um, we're coming from the intertestinal period when there was no one speaking. Yo, you're um, going to get big words when Ralph is talking. Oh, no. <laughs> chill, chill, yeah, chill. Chill. That's why you just got to let them go. <laughs> you said, what? what was that? And right? let the people figure it out. <laughs> Intertest- <laughs> into what? I don't even want to interfere the intertestinal. <laughs> Ralph, first, first, first... <laughs> First episode, Mike hit hit us with the Gnosticism. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to interfere with the intertestable, bro. Yo, Just bro. let the intertestable go, though. Go so, so when you get into the intertestable period, right? This is you know, you know, between Malachi and Matthew, right? You had four hundred years of darkness, mm-hmm. right? No prophet was speaking, you know, um, no light in the world, mm. right. you know. So it was complete quiet. They were used to hearing from the prophets, right? Malachi, Nahum, you know, Nehemiah, you know, Jeremiah, Isaiah, as you go through. So now you have this period. So now during this period, they had to come, they came to the point where we need to establish something to get back to knowing who God was. So now you had a development of like the 40,000 rabbis, right? Mm And then out of the 40,000 rabbis, you have the 20,000 Levites, right? Mm-hmm. And then from, and, and that you just start closing in from the 20,000 Levites, then you had the 6,000 Pharisees and Sadducees. Now, these were the, the rulers, right? These were the men that took the laws and codified it, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't just take, they looked at mo, uh, the Mosaic law and said, yo, you know what? We're going to get deeper into this law, right? We're going we're gonna to mm. come out with the Mishnah, you know, to mm. explain, to interpret the law. Mm. You know, and then we can have the Talmud as a, you know, commentary on the interpretation of the law. Mm. So mm. now you have all these things going on. And then within that 6,000, then you had the 70. Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. So and now within the Sanhedrin now, the top three from tradition, from Josephus, the top three were Nicodemus. Mm. <laughs> He's a big dog, huh? So oh, now... So now that's mm. that's elite, right? Just yeah. Based on that uh, class system you you just mm-hmm. broke down within the uh, priest, the priesthood, mm. you can't get any more elite than that. Right. So so we're seeing this this man, Nicodemus, um, ruler of the Jews or you know teacher, coming to Jesus. And it is is because of the signs, right? Yeah. So so what does he uh, what does he say to Jesus? Well, before you you get to that, it also says he came to Jesus by night. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? 
you know the the two ways that I see that are one he was somewhat doing this on the down low because he didn't want everyone else mm. to see mm-hmm. you know that he was going to speak to this this person or two it could have been that he waited for the crowds to disperse so he could get that sort of that one on one time where mm. you know it was just he was going to be able to get the questions in there that he may not have with um with all the crowd around so uninterrupted exactly so some people you know you hear some commentaries where they call him a sucker oh he came at night he was scared (laughs) you know but it could have been that as well it could have been something else where he just wanted that alone time but the part that i love about this is that he came to Mm. jesus it doesn't matter (laughs) what part of the day you know if some if the lord is tugging on your heart you gotta come right you know Mm -hmm. so i mean could you imagine i mean if what if he was waiting because he just witnessed Jesus overthrow, made that whip, right? Mm. Overthrew the tables. Could it possibly have been where he was one of those guys that say, finally somebody mm. did something about this? Nice. Yeah. Could be. Could it be? Uh, a seeker, right? A seeker of truth. Mm. I believe Nic- Nicodemus had a genuine. Um, like he really wanted to know the truth and you know it's interesting he comes and he says we know mm. like he speak he's representing a group that's a good point yeah, yeah. so you know there's probably a, a good number of these men right. right in these elite high positions these ruling positions that had discussions right right? yeah they probably had discussions like how could this guy come and do this but yeah he's right Mm. look at what the temple turned into Mm -hmm. and then you know you couple that with all the you know john doesn't go into details but with all the signs that he was doing right and you know people seeing it and people talking you know just thinking about that atmosphere and what was going on and to the point where you know he um coordinated a meeting with jesus hmm. yeah you think about uh joseph of was it Arimathea, mm-hmm. and he was he was a wealthy man and um you know he gave jesus what his his tomb and you know he was part of an elite class because he was wealthy too so you know like you said when he said we you know, there was men who, because you got to think of what Nicodemus represent. You know, he's religious, like mm. like how Ralph was breaking everything down. Like, this is a, um, this is a religious nation, and he's the, the religious of of all religious. You know, he's educated, he's influential. Like, this is who Nicodemus is. He's elite. He's part of this elite class, and um, there was men in that elite class, like you said that. You know they recognized who jesus was they they were looking at the signs and it was you know it could have been genuine where nicodemus was like you know um what's going on it's crazy and you know sincerely looking for the messiah and then you think about paul you know paul was the same way it was this like um i think when you read romans 10 where it says um you know the jews um his brethren who has a zeal but not according to knowledge mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have people 
that have a zeal for God, but they just don't have the knowledge. They just don't know, you know, but deep down inside is genuinely they're seeking God. They're seeking truth. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing to see Nicodemus, who's up there, part of that elite ruling class. And you just think about our world. You know, you have people in government. You have people that, you know, you might look at them and be like, oh, all rich people are evil. You know, all smart people, you know, people in those elite classes, you're like, oh, they're evil. You know, they're all about, you know, getting more power and making us less. But, you know, there's people in those elite groups who are sincerely seeking God, who are sincerely seeking truth just because they have wealth, just because they have power, just because they have influence. That don't make them evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know what? With all that wealth, with all that power with all those things these toys that you could get you're still going to be dissatisfied mm. all right you're still going to be unfulfilled those things can't bring you joy so we see nicodemus nicodemus you know like you said ralph like if if he was the top three if he was up there you could imagine, you know, the type of influence and the type of power sure. he was able to yield. And plus, he was a teacher. Mm. Like, duh, everybody listening to what I'm saying. But we see that, you know, genuine seeking of truth and that, you know, none of this matters. Mm. Right? None mm. of this matters. I'm still up here in this position, but I, there's something still missing. Mm. And... I think that that was in his heart and he was you know courageous enough brave enough where you know either way you look at it dog he didn't care I don't care if anybody see me you know meeting up with this guy or maybe it was listen there's crowds of people I need to have uh, some alone time uninterrupted because I need to talk to this guy and you know he he addresses him he says we know that you are a teacher come from god Mm. for no man can do these signs that you do unless god is with him so what is he saying so you know just from that point here you see the humility here because um here's nicodemus which is an older gentleman you know um he spent his whole life seeking holiness and dedicated his life to religious studies so he probably he went to the top school, probably the Harvard of Israel, you know what I'm saying? Mm. To to study the law, to understand the Mosaic law, to teach the people. And now he comes to a younger man who has not been trained, mm-hmm. has not been to school, a carpenter who was considered the poor, right. the degenerate. Mm-hmm. Right. Younger than you. And you could see in the ancient times, you know, there was always like you look up you know the the young folks look up to the older the older never comes down to the younger so Mm -hmm. he used to have an old gentleman that's bowing down to this 30 year old carpenter that has never been schooled before yeah good point and calls him rabbi how did Mm. this old man come to this young man 30 years old and called him teacher Mm. because it was sincere Mm. There was humility. When there's sincerity there, there's humility. And that and I like you saying, that's like that is the hardest thing to do. Not only as a human being, but someone with power. 
you got to think you got power you got mm-hmm. wealth you got everything like you said it's for you to you know seek jesus because you know you're convicted by the signs that he's doing and you're like well wait this guy is coming from god you can see you know he is sincerely seeking god but it takes humility you know and that's the i think that is just the hardest part as a human being just to be humble when mm-hmm. you don't know something to ask for help right. to say you don't know you know like like how we joke about in this podcast all the time um we know in part you know a lot of times you're gonna hear us say i don't know you know and that's because it's just sincere you know out of sincerity we want to know but you have to first admit that you don't know so that you could be taught mm. you know what i mean so it like you said it was it, this was a very humbling moment so yeah. So Nicodemus, obviously representing maybe a, a group of men, right, that share this same genuine uh, seeking of the truth. So they recognize something special about this man, Jesus. And, you know, he says it, right? The, the relationship between you and God is special, right? Because the things that you're doing is, is evidence that God is with you, right? Mm, right. So what does what does Jesus uh how does Jesus reply to him? Verse three Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It is. <laughs> Hits him with a riddle. <laughs> yo, my yo. man Nicodemus was like, yo, dog, I know you a teacher. What? I know you coming from God. Yeah. And Jesus was like, dog, unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom. Straight like, to the point. Straight to the point. It's like he, I, I don't even think it was the point. That wasn't the point he was looking for. He was like, I know I know what because he came to him like teacher. Well, that's not Nicodemus's point, but the point of Jesus is to right. get people to the kingdom. And so. that's what I'm saying. It's not Nicodemus's point. So no. it's like what you're searching for, Jesus is like, I know what you're searching for, but that's not what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? That's that's. <laughs> so that's the thing. What was Nicodemus saying, right? Was he uh, Was he trying to speak niceties to jesus was he trying to impress him with his words i think mm. i think because the pharisees believed in the messiah mm-hmm. you know understand the children you know the nation of israel they were looking for the messiah you know so the pharisees right. they you know they read the book they knew that the messiah would come and that's what it was about you know it was like yo who's the messiah that's what you know the nation of israel is looking for so you know it's it's probably you know you're hearing you know, you know, Jesus is the Messiah. You're hearing this, you're hearing that. And then, so now you're wondering, you know what I mean? But it's just what Jesus answered him with is, yeah, I know you're looking for the Messiah. And he gives him more than what he's looking for. So Jesus is pretty much talking about these spiritual things that you want to get into, right? If you want to see God, the kingdom of God, you have to be born from above, right? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, you're referring to things from above. And Jesus kind of cuts them off and be like, yo, listen, if you want to see the kingdom of heaven, you have to be, you have to be born again. That's what, that's what it's, because Nicodemus didn't really, make his point 
and me it, this is just me reading and i'm like it's kind of like he was introduction to him saying something and jesus kind of cut him off be like yeah um yeah if you want to see the kingdom of god you gotta be born again <laughs> i mean you have to think about it um just recently just the previous verses we read he said he knew what was in the heart of men mm. Mm. right he knew what was in the heart of men so he's like i'm not gonna play this game with you mm. because you've been studying the law for all your life you dedicated yourself to seeking the kingdom of god mm -hmm. you wasn't playing this holiness game you know, this religious game, dressing up in the garbs <laughs> in order for you to look good. Mm. You know, although it was all external mm. religiosity, but your whole purpose and goal was to get into the kingdom of heaven. So <laughs> Jesus said, I'm going to go straight to the point. I'm not going to dance with you because I know your heart. You know? Yeah. So, so that attacked that whole system. Like, yo, it doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. You have to be born again. So all of that stuff, the, ho the whole foundation that you're on, mm. Doug, it doesn't matter. Crumbled. You're not going to see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. So Amen. what did, what did, how did Nicodemus respond to that? Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? So, so mm. what, where's his mind at? <laughs> Fleshly, earth. He's not thinking in the spiritual. So, I mean, do you think that was a rhetorical question? I mean, do you think it was rhetorical or do you think it was completely out of ignorance? I think it was out of ignorance. I don't think he comprehended what was going on. Well, I, th I think, well, obviously, Nicodemus was, it, it was rhetorical, but it right. was from the point of like what are you saying like what does that mean mm -hmm. right so i mean the way i'm looking at it in terms of like when he's asking that um he's probably imagining i've been all through all these laws right i've studied the mosaic law i've understood them i've known the talmud the mishnah now i'm at the point of there must be something else where there must be a moral transformation with this born again thing you think about. Do you think he was looking like within this aspect of my life, following the laws, is there a moral transformation that I need to do that I'm not seeing? No. No, I think the dude is straight up confused. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, I think he just, I think he just, like, this is the first time, like, I think he's seeing the born again mm -hmm. term. So even, I don't even think that's a rhetorical question. I think he's like, what are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. he's, a, he's basically saying, yo, that's ridiculous what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it that doesn't make, even make any sense. It don't make no sense at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. That's exactly what he's saying. That's, and that's why he asked the question. He's like, how can a man be born when he's old? Mm. He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? But you know, so he's he's lost. Yeah. The the statement, the definitive statement that Christ said is certainly, certainly I say to you, this is definitive. Mm -hmm. Unless one is born again, right? Unless one is born from above, unless one is born in the spirit, dog, no mas. Yeah. You're not gonna see the kingdom of God period right and you're, you're talking to a person that think that they could achieve that they could achieve the kingdom of god mm -hmm. through these you know ceremonies through 
all the like rituals ritual all of that stuff that you was mentioning before ralph mm -hmm. so to him he's like how could a person be born again right so and then you gotta and and this is you gotta understand like i said they they're the nation of israel you know they they're like we're god's chosen people mm -hmm. like it's not even really about the works like we're born into that you understand what i'm saying you're, mm -hmm. you're born into that nation so oh, yeah so in their point. mind they're like this is like our birthright you understand what i'm saying like yo i'm a i'm a israelite i'm a jew you know what i mean so as far as when you're going to the kingdom of god it's like yo you know we're as a as a nation you're like yo we're born into this this is you know and that's why he answered flesh because it's like what do you mean born again like how can i go back into my mother's womb because like, i'm not a gentile i'm not a gentile <laughs> right i'm not a i'm not part of the nations i was born into this right you know what i mean i'm a jew i'm the jew of the jews you know what I mean? That's my bloodline. Because you got to understand, that's what it was always about with the nation of Israel. Like how we read in John 1. You know, when you go to, um, what is it, John 1 and 12, where he's like, it's not of the it's not of the will of man, you know? And he's like, yo, it, you're born of God. Mm, you understand right. what I'm saying? Right. You know how John 1 was saying it. Because so, yeah. that's how the Jews thought. They yeah. was like, yo, we're the nation of Israel. We're born into this. This is our birthright, and, right. you know. And Jesus answered, "Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Whoa. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from, and where it goes." So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So now Jesus is like, dog, you you're talking you're talking natural. I'm talking spiritual. I'm I'm revealing this spiritual truth to you and you're stuck with this natural outlook, this natural perspective. Right? And he says one has to be born of water and the spirit. Certainly, certainly, I say to you, another definitive, absolute statement. Right. Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of. This is this is jewels right here, dog. Yeah. Like, he said the first time he said you got to be born from above. You can't mm -hmm. see it. And now he's saying you got to be born of the water and spirit. You can't enter it. What's, 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 what's that what, what is Jesus talking about what is born of the born of water I mean I'm of the school of thought that you know when he said here verily, verily I, except a man be born of water mm -hmm. and in the following verse it talks about flesh I think exactly. this is clearly talking about a physical birth natural we, natural birth because we know when a baby before the baby's born the baby is in the amniotic fluid within mm. the uterus exactly that fluid got to provide it with nutrients and you know exchange of you know fluids and all so it's this amniotic fluid which is the water mm -hmm. right so they gotta come out of this water that's all that doctor talk <laughs> i mean well think about it when <laughs> when a mom is about to give birth and they say oh did her water well, break exactly right. so that's it's, what i that's think that, that that's pointing the, the to. two doctors well what if i tell you what if i say but, um yeah. it was i believe it's something different go ahead marcus because he remember he said yo flesh is flesh right 
I'm not dealing with the flesh. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even referring with fleshly natural things. Mm-hmm. So he already separated that. He was like, your dog, you over here in the flesh talking about going back into your mother's womb. He's like, your dog, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking mm-hmm. about from above. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm talking heavenly. I'm talking spiritual things. Mm-hmm. So cast aside the natural way of looking at it and what what is the water i think i think it's um just purification you know in a sense when you go to ezekiel 36 25 it says then i will sprinkle clean water on you Mm -hmm. and you will be clean Mm -hmm. i will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols moreover i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. So, you know, when it's talking about the water, you know, I'm thinking about the word of God. You know, the word of the water, you know, the word of God is represented by the water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like Marcus said, you know, it's it's a separation. I feel like. You know, because, I mean, you can go with what you're saying with, as far as the, the, the birth. I mean, it's not definite, but I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, this is something spiritual and how he uses it in Ezekiel. You know, the same thing in Ephesians where he says, you know, husbands, wash your wives with the water of the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a, a cleansing, a spiritual cleansing. And when you look at water, you know, the, it, it's always with the word and. I think Just, uh, purification. I think that me and Ralph are right on this one <laughs> because we we over spiritualize the word too much. And why would he say water and the spirit? Like the spirit already encompasses the spirit realm, which right. what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. it says water and spirit. And in the following verse, it says flesh and spirit. You know. So in my humble opinion, I think it's it's talking more of of the flesh. But it, hey, we don't know. You know, it's it's uh, right. John. You know, there's a lot of instances in the word where John water represents the word, right? And mm-hmm. when you think of being born again, what do you need? What are the parents? If you want to look at it that way, what's what's the parents of that spiritual birth? Yeah, how do you get born again? You need the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and you need the Word. The Holy Spirit brings you the Word. Mm-hmm. All right, you believe in the word. We read in the beginning of John, the word became flesh, so we yeah. know what we're mm-hmm. talking about. And then this, this God, this godliness is birthed inside of you. Yep. Right. Now, so, I mean, I get it. By by word, are we just specifically talking about scripture? Yeah, who, you to- but yeah. because who's, who's the scripture? Though? Obviously, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Jesus Christ. Yes, but right. but let's talk about. Our brothers and sisters in China who've never seen a Bible, who've never read the Bible, that are saved because of the Holy Spirit. You know, so in my estimation, you don't always, you know, need the liter like the actual Bible. I, I understand what you guys are saying, but I mean, the thief yeah, but on the cross you gotta that he read the word, like right. You know what but I mean? that's what like, I'm saying. You gotta like the, what I'm trying. You gotta. It's not about the Bible, right? You know, it's like what Christ says. You know, he told the Pharisees. You know, you. Search the scriptures thinking in them you have life mm-hmm. when you're looking at life. 
So when it's, you know, it's like what Marcus is saying, where it says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then also in that scripture in Romans, it's like, you know, how could they hear the word of God? I think it's in Romans where it's like, how could they hear the word of God if there's somebody who don't go out and preach it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, people might not never, you know, them, you know, like you said, there's people who never physically picked up the word of God, but there's people who go out and preach the word of God, who teach the word of God. They hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. It don't come by reading. You know, that's why the scripture, that's why, you know, that's one of my favorite scriptures where it says faith come by hearing. It don't come by sight. It don't come by nothing else. It just comes by simply sitting and hearing the word of God. So yeah. if somebody goes out and they preach the word of God, they teach the word of God, they live the word of God, you know, they're hearing the word of God. That's where faith comes by. But how did we start this book? In the beginning was the word. In the, the beginning word, was the, the word. word, right? So, I mean, I could make the same. All right, how did the Old Testament saints, how did they get saved? There was no Bible. Mm -hmm. It was believing in Jesus. And the word. That same thing applies mm -hmm. to whatever, you know, jungle person, you know, and people always bring up that scenario. Right. It, it doesn't change. It's all about the word, right? It's all about believing in Jesus Christ. And, you know, throughout John, you see that water represents the word of God. And we're not talking about a physical book. We're talking about the word being the word of God, which is Jesus. And the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. You understand? But And it's like, like you said, with the thief on the cross, you know, when he... You got to think, you know, when he saw Jesus on the cross, you know, he says, you don't belong here. You know, us two, we belong here. So he was believing in that word, you know, understanding that Jesus was an innocent man. Jesus was God. He was that, you know, sacrificial lamb. And it's not necessarily he could have heard it. He could have heard it. You could have saw Jesus preaching, you know, but at that moment, he believed in that word. He believed that jesus was the messiah he believed that who jesus was you know he was who he says he was and that's really it and like we said you know how did we start this um how does how did john start the book in the beginning was the word because it's always about the word and you know he makes that distinction flesh is flesh spirit is spirit right mm -hmm. and and he also saying you do not marvel don't why are you so surprised at these things that i'm telling you Teacher, ruler, elite. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why you why you marvel at what I'm talking about? I mean, but we could be wrong though. <laughs> well, you, you well, the thing is, I I've you know I've I've seen a few commentaries and and a few of them have said you know is this it is dealing with the word of God or it is dealing with you know um, actual flesh. So mm -hmm. you know different folks vary on the flesh portion on right. born of the water mm -hmm. you know whether it's the water of god you know in terms of the word of god or is it is it meaning baptism because many denominations believe that's speaking specifically of baptism i don't believe you that. know which but, but what does baptism always refer to 
You see, and one of the reasons I would not refer to this as baptism, because baptism going in order is you identifying with the death. It's death. It has nothing to do Jesus with Jesus Christ. Birth. Yeah. Right. So this is the reason I would never, you know, agree with that. Yeah. You know, but some denominations go along with that. I go, I go with both. Like, technically, you, know? you have to be born twice, right? You're going to be born of the flesh. Yeah, I go with you guys. I'm not saying that right. you guys, hey, you, you guys, know, we could. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're just learning, man. We're just discussing. That's I it. could go with. Now, I definitely could go with you guys. But, you know, like I, you know, like what Marcus said, um, you know, it's about the word, you know, and then you see all the instances where the word is, the water is represented with the word. And that's how you become born again. You hear the word of God. And, and you know what? The reason that's, I, I mean, that's lean how it starts more towards that because he told Nicodemus, like your dog, I'm not talking about right. anything natural. And Nicodemus, right. and the thing, and the crazy thing about it, Nicodemus went to birth. You see how he was like, yo, how could I go back into my mother's womb? Yeah. That's where he right. he went right to the and, and Jesus was like, <laughs> I'm not talking about anything <laughs> natural. I'm I'm right. I'm talking spiritual things right now. Right. And then so I lean, but I also agreed. Yeah, you have to be born. Of the water, and you know, it, it, I mean, it could go there. So, so. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's very interesting because you know, I mean, just bring it to the point where if a person's born only once through natural birth, you're gonna die twice, right? Right. You know, so that means not only you're gonna die a physical death, now you're gonna die a spiritual death. So that's why it's extremely important to be born twice. You got to be yeah. born physically, and you know, one of the reasons I kind of lean to is this guy. I think one of the reasons, like he. It, explains why i take the 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 aspect of it being uh, a physical birth because you had nothing to do with your physical birth mm. you know you had no involvement you know you had nothing you didn't tell your parents to get together you know you yeah. didn't have any input in them knowing each other you had no input in where like oh you know you were born it was like oh thank you doctor for being around you know what i'm saying you're like, you didn't get <laughs> yeah. yourself out yeah. right you didn't you had no choose yeah you didn't born. choose yeah. to be born you know, so that's the same thing with becoming born again from above, right? So now, when you're born twice, right, born physically and then born spiritually from above, you have no input or no say in it because we cannot logically, you know, and intuitively bring ourselves to being born again. You know, mm -hmm. we have no parts in this. You know, there's nothing that we can do physically that's in our capacity to be born again. It has to be something directly from heaven, from God. In so order to I, I mean, how you expect to go to heaven if you're not heavenly, if you're not of the spirit, right? How do you expect to take residency there? Mm -hmm. Right? There's no, there's no uh, illegal aliens in, the, yeah, it's, in <laughs> heaven. It's, that's, that's phenomenal. You have to be compatible with heaven. You know? Right? So you have to be from heaven born from above that, that's right. and that's pretty much what jesus is saying and then he gets into this whole wind thing what, what are you talking about this wind let's read it do not be do not marvel right so now i'm seeing nicodemus being a a, a teacher getting taught right now he's in the position of the student we're seeing christ the teacher and he's telling them do not marvel what i what i said to you that you must be born again and obviously he's he's showing them like this is a mystery there's, there's certain things you're not going to understand about this and mm -hmm. he, he he relates it to the wind where you see the effects of 
the wind, but you don't know where the wind is coming from, right? You hear it, you know, if it's, it's and they, they were probably uh, in a, you know, rooftop someplace having a discussion and right. it's windy and he's using that as his analogy and mm-hmm. you don't see the wind. You don't see where the wind is coming from, but you feel the effects and he's relating that to, you know, that new birth, that new life mm-hmm. where, you know, people will see Ange and they'll be like, yo, I see the effects of this new life that he's always talking about and he's always spitting bars about and making rhymes. <laughs> filthy, 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 filthy bars. Filthy bars. That's filthy why he need bars. the water. Because <laughs> he's filthy. And you see, right? You see the effects of it. You see the results. I th- when and when he says do not be a man, I, th- I I I don't like I think it's the other way around. When he says do not be amazed, he's like, dog, you you believe in the wind. You know what I mean? Like he gives them this lesson in the wind, but he's like, you believe in the wind. Mm. You know, it's just like as he said, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it. Mm-hmm. So you you hear it, but do not know where it comes from and where it's going. So it's everyone who is born mm-hmm. of the spirit. So he's like. Why are you amazed? You know, and then he gives him this lesson on the wind. But then, you know, like you were stressing the truly, truly, the surely, surely. In seven, he says, you must be born again. I think we got to explain. These, that these is, are, yeah. that is, that is like, there's, there's no um negotiation. This right. is not a negotiation when it comes to entering into the kingdom of God. Mm. If you are not born again. You will not see the kingdom of God. If you're not born from above, you will not enter the kingdom of God. And he says you must, must. So explain that a little bit to me. Period. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't a negotiation. This ain't ain't about how you feel. That was for the millennials. This ain't ain't about how you feel. (laughs) This ain't ain't about which, yo, yo, it's it's a must. It's a, yep. it's like, That's yo, pre, you know what it is? <laughs> it's like trying to get into the game without a ticket. <laughs> like your dog, you ever seen somebody who, who, you ever seen somebody who, um, um, was in the game, and they uh, go to the seat where they don't have the ticket <laughs> for the seat. <laughs> You'll come up off of this. <laughs> and the, the people that, who fun. have a ticket for that role or who have a ticket for that good seat, they come and they, <laughs> and they hit you on the shoulder. They give you that shoulder tap, dog. Like your dog. Embarrassing. You, yo, you don't have a ticket for this section. There's a parable like that, right? Mm. The wedding. Uh. Where the guys in the wedding chilling yeah. like, oh, I'm in the spot. And somebody was like, your dog, why are you... How you don't have the the right outfit on? Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like you belong out in the farm. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, and they, what happened to him? <laughs> yeah, mm. you get dashed, you get thrown, you get thrown out, headlong. But you ever get dashed out the club, dog? But over here, you know what it is? Over here, you don't even get dashed out the club. Over here is, yo, you ever try to go to the club and you're not dressed properly? Right, right. Mm. Yo, no sneakers allowed. You oh, I hated that, <laughs> bro. Remember those days? No, no sneakers. Or you got, or back in the days when you had the big white tees. 
and you get to that club that be like, yo, no jerseys, no hats, uh, uh, no do rags. <laughs> yo, dog, you can't even go inside the club. Mm. And this is what Jesus is like. Unless you're born again, you're not gonna even enter oh, the yeah. kingdom of heaven. You can't even see it. So, so it's imperative. It's imperative. It. Mm. Yeah. Imperative. This is yes, it's imperative. And but like, why? Why must you be born again? Mm. Explain it. Go into it, Ralph. Mm-hmm. I mean, just thinking about it, like once Adam sinned, ate of that fruit, you know, when he said that you shall surely die, what ended up happening? He didn't die immediately, right? Mm. In terms of he continued to live for 930 years. He was still living, right? But what died was that relationship that he had with the Lord. Because mm. when you look at it as as men, we're like an inferior aspect of the trinity we are tripartite in terms of you know another big word tripartite you know i mean you know we're three-dimensional right we're body soul and spirit that's how it's mm. supposed to be plants is just a body you know what i'm saying and they feed nutrients from the soil insects whatever it may be they get fed animal is body and soul so they feed themselves, and then they have a soul, they have a consciousness, and, you know, they could, you know, they feed, they feed on the plants and mm-hmm. other animals. Now, human, we are the one we're made in the image of God. Exactly. And that spirit was only given to us when God breathed life into Adam. Mm. When he ate that fruit, that relationship was cut off. Mm-hmm. So now Adam was walking around dead. That relationship was completely severed. So he was just now, just like an animal. Just like a beast, he was just body and consciousness. Mm. You know, yeah, there's a lot of beasts out there in the streets. There's a lot of beasts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> turn Yo, body and no consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> That's Yo, even worse. Oh, terrorizing gotta, people in these streets, oh, dog. All you gotta yeah. do is turn on the the yeah. idiot box. <laughs> the heat, the heat, the what you said, the idiot box. Not even, dog. <laughs> It's in your pocket. Pull it out your pocket. Go scroll up. Go on TikTok. And swipe. <laughs> I think every week on TikTok the- is going to get a shot. <laughs> Go on TikTok. Yo, how could these things be? That's what Nicodemus said. Yeah. Like, what do yeah. you, what, yo, you mean all this? Like, what are you talking about? Right. How can the... And I see that that response is... How could the stuff that you're talking about be true? Like, mm. I we we're the teachers. Right. Like, I know the books. I've been studying. How could the stuff you're telling me be true? I mean, it's it's interesting that you mention that because um, clearly the Old Testament explains this born again concept, mm, just exactly. as Mike read. You know, creating. Yeah. You know, when you read in Ezekiel, you have to have a new heart. David said it, created me a new heart. Mm. You know, created but they me a missed, new spirit. But they missed all them signs. Yeah, they missed it. Isaiah missed 44, signs. too, says, I mm. will pour my spirit on your descendants. And mm. that, and with the Ezekiel verses, two verses that I had. I think um, it's Ezekiel 36, 25. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, the right. one that Mike read. It was... Right. It talks about it, and, and the Lord. Th- I stole your thunder. A little bit. <laughs> thunder gone. And, and <laughs> see, I had it already on my phone and everything. So you see that? And then I heard Mike. I'm like, thunder yo, Angela. Gone. 
Angelo and Ralph are the sons of thunder. Squad, yo. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yo, but the Lord yo, you put him in his place. I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> give you back your thunder. Appreciate that, bro. Oh, man. Nah, he put him in his place. He said, aren't you a teacher? Right. You know, you don't teacher. you know? Mm. But he didn't say, are you? He said, are you the teacher? Mm. When you when right. you read it, he says, are you the teacher? You know, so Nicodemus was the big dog. You know, mm. like Ralph was breaking down from the 6,000 to the, what was those numbers? He was spitting all them numbers. <laughs> but he got to 70 in the Sanhedrin, and then he got to three. Three, yeah. It says, Nicodemus, are, are you the teacher? Well, that makes it even worse that he so, didn't know. So right. everybody, but like Jesus said, is which is born of the flesh is flesh. Right which is born of the spirit is spirit you know mm. the the what you're teaching and and the things that you that you're teaching about is those are things of the flesh so you know i'm i'm i go back to the beginning of john him you know writing about the light coming into the darkness so now we're seeing you know the blindness mm-hmm. at the top level of this religious system that's supposed to be teaching people about God, right? That's supposed mm-hmm. to be teaching people about spiritual spirituality. That's supposed to be showing people the path to God. And we got one of the top dudes right. and he's clueless. Mm. So phenomenal. imagine, right? Mm. When you see, when we read about what was going on in the temple, right? That's the fruits mm-hmm. of Doug, the just the natural, right? That's the fruits of religion. That's the fruits of not having that new life being born from heaven. Right. And he was like, yo, how can this thing be? And Jesus was like, yo, dog, aren't you Dutch? You spent your life... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't you got all the degrees on the wall? You got every degree. You spent your life studying and you didn't get how you missed this. I think he almost grabbed the whip. Yo. And it's 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 like about to And and that's and, and I'm gonna tell you that line when you know in the scriptures where he says, you know, you search the scriptures thinking in them you have life. Yeah, I think that's sp- Mike's favorite. That's, yeah, that, that is. I'm gonna show you why that's my favorite scripture. <laughs> You know why that's my favorite scripture? Because you could be the teacher <laughs> and don't have a clue. Man. You could be the teacher. You could be sitting there teaching people on YouTube. You could right. be sitting there teaching people on Facebook. You could be the teacher that everybody's like, oh, we're going to share this sound, this sound bite, this 15 second, this 30 second sound bite. Yo, this is deep. Deep, yo, this, this dude is deep. He going deep. <laughs> yo, look at the knowledge he's spitting. You could be the teacher and don't have a clue. Yeah, that's why that that's why that's my favorite scripture. No, it, you know, if, just you saying that is making me think about. Could you imagine, like, you know, say it's like, you know, all of us have some type of you know profession that we're dealing with, right? And say we are at the, the top of our profession. Like, you know, you're a vet or, you know, physician or what have you. And then you have this teenage kid come tell you about, nah, the way the heart works on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've been That's doing true. it wrong. 
Like, how would you feel? Mm. You know, you went to school for all those years, and then here you have a teenager mm-hmm. out of the blue saying, nah, this is a, a, how the dog's heart works, and this is how yeah. you should operate. Yeah, yeah. Get this like, guy out of here. <laughs> Get him out my face. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how I would feel. Jesus answered and said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the son of man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah, I'm you need stop to right there. I'm gonna stop mm. right there. So again, he he's uh interesting. He he speaks he's speaking about he's like, man, earthly things you have trouble with. So how would you be able to handle spiritual things? What do you think Jesus was referring to when he said that to Nicodemus? And he also says, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen. And I had trouble with it. I was like, who is he? when he says we, who is he talking about? In that part in particular. I mean, I personally think he was thinking about the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He's like, we. So he's part of this Trinity. And he said, yo, we. Exactly. Speak. That's what I think. Probably right. You know? Yeah, because it says three, bear witness. When you go into John the epistles, it says right. there's three that bear no witness. Record. Yeah, three that bear record. I could go with that. I see that. So if if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Mm. What is what is What do you guys think that's referring to? I, I'm thinking about... Um, Jesus' ministry and him speaking about the signs, the signs, right? Him speaking about like, hey, love your neighbor. Hey, you know, the Samaritan, if you see a guy need help. Hey, it's okay to, it's the Sabbath. Yeah, but this person needs help. Like this is basic earthly things that they couldn't grasp right the love of god so he's like if if and i that's how i kind of perceive it when i read it yeah i mean he says if i have told you earthly things and you do not believe i mean and what er- earthly things that he just talked to him about the wind you know birth mm-hmm. you know those simple things he couldn't comprehend ah, Ange. that was a revelation for yeah. Ange. Revelation. Revelation. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, so yeah, I mean, that's what I see here. If you if you just go back right. a few verses, that th- he was talking to him about simple yeah, yeah. Er- nah, earth got, things. Yeah. You no, know, no, you're so right. He can't. He, he's about to blow his mind with talking about heavenly things that are going to come in the future. Mm. That's what I see there. And I was thinking about, oh, when did you know? And he was he was applying these things in a way that he could understand in earthly right. things, and he wouldn't get it. Yeah, I, I went totally left with that one. Mm. Um, 
and it was a pop it was a he's like you don't believe <coughs> exactly you yeah. know it was a th- and he he stayed there because he wanted to just hone in on the fact it, it's a faith thing mm. because that's what like you said with the with the wind he's like the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound but do not know where it comes from mm-hmm. and where it's going right. but he's like like he said like but you do believe in the wind you right. don't see it yeah you Earth, know what I mean you hear it, things you hear the sound <laughs> you hear the sound but you don't believe you know what I mean you you believe in that so it's like you know he he's he's um hitting on his faith because like he said about the wind like you don't see it and um you know what I'm about to drop on you mm. ain't gonna really make a lot of sense to you but it's not about you know um you understanding it's about your faith yeah it's about that's your a faith. good point the you understand that's why he's like yo you don't believe in those earthly things something as simple as like you said the, with the wind you can't see it you hear it and you 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 believe you know what i mean you know that it's and he's like if you having trouble with that like what i'm about to come with dog it's going to take faith and mm-hmm. he and he goes, No one has ascended <coughs> to heaven but he who came down mm-hmm. from heaven. That is the Son of Man who is in heaven. Yo, mm-hmm. that one there <sighs> What is, what is he He's I mean that's No, he's talking about himself. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a clear declaration of who he is. Yeah. And I mm. think it goes back to John. And that might have been, I might be wrong in this. It might have been John speaking at this point. Like him putting his commentary and might not. And, and this is what, you know, mm-hmm. commentary scholars say. Like that part mm. is possibly... Um, John's commentary and not the words of Jesus Christ, okay. but I could be wrong. I what, don't know. When I, don't I know anything. When, mm-hmm. when I when I read that, I think of um, Proverbs thirty and four. Mm-hmm. It says, "Who have ascended?" Is it that's Proverbs? Right? Proverbs thirty and four says, "Who have ascended up into heaven or descended? Who have gathered the wind in his fist? Who mm-hmm. have bound the waters in a garment? Who have established all the ends of the earth? What?" Nah. What is his name and what is his son's name? If thou canst tell, that's Job. Is that, that sounded like Job. Um, I think it's. I think it it's might be Psalms. Psalms. Yeah, I think it's Psalms. Yeah, but that scripture there, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. But that scripture there, it says. You, I believe it's Christ, right. because I feel like when he said that, it was just like. You think you know, he was? He was referencing. He was referencing the I, scripture. Yo, yes. reading it and then reading that, I was like, if you are a teacher and you studied the Old Testament all day, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody said that, and it's how the scripture it says, "What is his name and what is his son's name?" It's clear. If thou canst tell, but he starts it off the same way. He said, "Who <clears throat> have ascended up into heaven or descended?" Mm-hmm. And it's just talking about God. And it's it's one of the scriptures that talk about God and His Son, you know. So it's showing you the 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 Trinity, the Father and the Son. 
Well, I know the next part definitely is something that Nicodemus would have been familiar with. And go ahead, Ralph. I had just a quick point. I mean, with in the corners of what Mike is saying, with you know, with that scripture about yeah, who has ascended. Oh, it is Proverbs. Yeah, it's Proverbs thirty and four. So is also that that son of man is such a very specific title. Mm-hmm. You know, the son of man clearly was speaking of the Messiah because also we hear in Daniel's. 713 where he says um i saw in the night visions and behold one like unto the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him so that's another scripture where that he brought this out so that nicodemus so this is two clear pictures with um the proverbs that um nicodemus should have known and also this also this prophecy in daniels that nicodemus should have known so he was very specific wording to show him who he was mm-hmm. and who he is, mm-hmm. you know, so that it can't be no question to show him. Like, Listen, this is this is getting heavenly here. Yeah. And another thing is, it's crazy because how Nicodemus steps to him, he's like teacher. <laughs> he's getting taught, <laughs> right? You know, but it's not even that. He came up to him like on, like you know, it's like I'm a teacher. Let's say I'm a teacher. I'm a professor, right. and I recognize, you know, you a teacher. You're a professor. So it's like I'm coming up to you like basically like we equals. Let's, right. do, let's do the knowledge. Yeah, let's build, dog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's, let's build the science. Let's, let's get on the science. Mathematics. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yo, I'm stepping to you like teacher, teacher. And Jesus, that scripture that there, he's like, fam, I ain't no teacher. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, you're, you're talking to God. Right. That's why when you go all the way back to verse two, one thing that he should have said, because he said, um, you are a teacher come from God. He should have said, you are God who came to teach. Mm. You know? Bars. And he would have been correct. That's <laughs> filthy. <laughs> yo, 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 you right, sir. We need a little, we need a little. <laughs> yo, sir, we need something that go filthy. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Filthy. <laughs> now, what was the one I came up with him for earlier? <laughs> It's filthy. That was a bar. That was, yeah, a, that was a heavy man. bar. Every time you drop a bar, dog. Bro, I take no really credit. Listen. I probably heard it from somebody. So I don't. <laughs> We're gonna need. We need bombs. Drop that's, a bomb for you. Nice yeah, we need those flex bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but here, this is something Nicodemus would have definitely been familiar with, mm-hmm. right? And he he spoke about, uh, you know, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So what was that story Mm. he's talking about? So we had a story in the wilderness, right? Children of Israel was acting up. Uh, (laughs) Right. Always acting up. Knuckleheads. So, you know, judgment came. So these, these poisonous serpents came and started biting them up right and then they had poison in their bloodstream and they were dying and then what happened what happened scholars <laughs> uh numbers 21 Four. and 8 numbers 21 it says then the lord said to moses make a fiery serpent mm-hmm. and set it on a pole and it shall be that everyone who is bitten when he looks at it shall live so moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole and so it was if a serpent had bitten anyone 
when he looked at the bronze serpent he lived and you know people walk around with um that poison that represents sin mm. death right mm-hmm. and the serpent that represents sin and satan satan mm-hmm. right but it's not yo let's chop up all the serpents let's kill them You're right that's not going to solve the problem it's not yo let's catch the serpents and uh, uh, uh get the venom and make a cure You're right that's not going to help you it's not all right let's pass policies <laughs> yo <laughs> to make the serpents stop biting <laughs> stop biting us well let's let's prescribe this um Nah. Let's prescribe these pills. Let's nah. set up, and that'll that'll <laughs> calm that'll calm that'll calm down the poison. It had to be, you know, and that's just a picture. So you have to go look at that. That bronze serpent didn't bite anybody, and there was no poison in it. But mm. that bronze serpent was representation mm-hmm. of healing, right? Right. That that um, poison in your blood being removed and all you had to do was look yo you can imagine people was in the wilderness be like yo no i'm not looking <laughs> what's yo, that gonna I'm do? not gonna look right. that's stupid mm. you want right. me to just look up there no bronze serpent just right up there everybody could see it right. probably high too it was probably high <laughs> <laughs> on top of a no, you probably have to walk with your head down just so you wouldn't look at it mm. <laughs> yo it was that the, it was that ridiculous because it, it had to be easy all you gotta do is look look up oh that's a serpent that's that's all you have to do Just look right. up at the serpent but you you know what i'm thinking i'm like people was walking with their head down yo, <laughs> probably walking turned with the, around yo, people, probably probably backwards. Put, people probably put sand in their eyes yeah, <laughs> They probably mm. pluck out their eyes, dog. <laughs> yo, just so they won't see the show. Yo, B, because it's stupid. <laughs> but you know what it is? You know what I'm... You know... <laughs> you know what was that movie? What was that movie? Bird Box? <laughs> oh. <laughs> People walking around like Bird Box just so they won't see <laughs> the bronze serpent on the pole, dog. Yo, you know... People <laughs> is wicked, dog. But you know what I was thinking? I'm like, if these serpents is the one that's biting me, and now you're gonna put a the thing that's killing me. You're gonna put it up, and tell me to look at the thing that's killing me, and tell me the thing that's killing me. When I look at it, it's gonna heal me. Dog, it sounds kind of crazy. Sounds absurd. Mm. Of course, it's crazy. It sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. And it, and the reason why I'm putting my head in the dirt, and I'm putting sand in my eye, and I'm a bird box the whole situation, <laughs> is because that same thing is killing me. Right. Why are you telling me to look at the thing that's killing me? Right. You know, and then you you know, you gotta think about, you know, like how we read in John three sixteen, it's you know, Christ w- who wasn't sin, who who was pure, who there was, was perfect, no poison. No poison. Ain't he, bite nobody. He never sinned. He was the unblemished lamb. Mm-hmm. And he was made sin. Wow. So it's like you know that's why the cross is so offensive. That's right. So read the next read the next verse, Mike. Next the verse. most famous verse, right? Is it? It is. John three sixteen, right? Well, I thought that's what we read. Oh, we read fourteen. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, mm. 
that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life Hmm. that's it that's it yo looking at that like you were saying mike looking at that is foolish so i'm not gonna do it because that's foolish you know we were going through the book of romans well we are doing that and then we just talked about you know the first adam and then the second adam and how jesus always just you know when when creation adam and eve they were made perfect right Mm -hmm. and when they fell into sin then what how ralph talked about earlier that relationship um and how jesus made he upgraded perfection because now instead of how we were supposed to be just you know walking on the earth with with god having that awesome relationship because of sin jesus was sent and he upgraded now we're rulers Mm. now we're co-heirs to the kingdom and i see here how jesus just upgrades everything every time those people were bitten by the snake they had to look up even if one person was bitten multiple times they had to look up to be saved with christ you believe in him once and for all and that's it you know there's no constantly you don't lose your salvation you know it's just believing in him by faith and it's just how how jesus man he just upgrades everything man Mm. only he can upgrade perfection but even that whole situation that happened in the wilderness was pointing Mm -hmm. to the cross Mm -hmm. right you know that what happened in the wilderness what you're talking about thousands of years before the crucifixion of christ you know he used that you know that happened to it was a foreshadow you know of the cross right and nicodemus should have understand understood that because he studied that mm. you know you still you knew that that so was part of your history so he just revealed to nicodemus the prophecy of his his fate right because mm-hmm. he was he was talking about himself that's right so he, he and he's he's talking about you you know what's really dope that I, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Jesus came because, right, God so loved the world that he died for our sins. God doesn't love us because Jesus died to enable him to love us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this, like God is some angry guy and then Jesus came and then enabled him to love us because mm-hmm. he took on our sins. No, he loved, that's the reason Jesus came, because he loves us. He's not the angry God in the sky waiting to squash you like a little ant, (laughs) because you, you know, you said a curse word. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting, because I actually wrote this down um, to just to actually expound Yo, on Ralph, just Ralph got a radio voice I don't know mm. what you're talking about bro Though you, you notice how his voice totally changed when he got on the you mic you got a radio voice too man <laughs> not me this. I got the pipsqueak voice so <laughs> Ralph said I wrote this down <laughs> this is Yo, this that's is sleep this is sleep this talking. is Casey Kasem <laughs> this is Sleep. Like, oh, Red Bull. Yo, and, uh, <laughs> coffee. Edge is like, Edge is like, damn. The shorties can't be him and Ralph 
talk, that smooth talk. Messing up my chances. Yo, chill, brother. <laughs> we ain't talking about the shorties this, last this week. There's enough no, shorties you know, for we everybody. Getting, we getting, we getting this, shorty segment what, every... We, the, you you good slid thing last Ralph week. Ralph is married. You got two. <laughs> what up, Karen? <laughs> Damn, how you put her government off? Yo, oh, yo so what's chill. wrong with you with the government, man? man. Google Ralph now. <laughs> good thing Ralph lives like 10 hours away. Okay, bro. So, so check this out. Right, so literally each word, right, it goes for God, the greatest being, all right, so the greatest degree, love, the greatest affection, the world, the greatest object of love that he gave, the greatest act, his only, the greatest treasure, begotten, the greatest relationship, son. The greatest gift that whosoever the greatest company believeth the greatest trust in him, the greatest object of affection, of faith, should not perish the greatest deliverance, mm. but have the greatest assurance, everlasting, the greatest promise, life, the greatest blessing. Mm. Literally. Wow. Each word. That's and crazy. We come bro. in here, we say no in part, and this guy. And he, he knows everything. He knows it all. We're going to nah, change nah, the nah. podcast to know it all. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. no in part except Ralph. <laughs> no. No. We're going to no. change it to know it all. Let me talk about it. This is the Ralph show. Chill, chill, chill. I know nothing. Once a month, nah, that was beautiful, bro. That was awesome. But, you know, um, you know, just to think about, again, just the cross, um, First Corinthians says, for the message of the cross is mm. foolishness to those who no. are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Foolishness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, when you t- you talking to somebody about, you know, mm-hmm. John 3.16, about the cross, about salvation, they're like, <laughs> nah, it can't be that simple. Right. It, like you said, uh, uh, Marcus, it's like, you know, all I got to do is look up. <laughs> nah. Yo, I got this fiery serpent. It's burnt your beat. You are coursing through your veins. The poison is coursing through your veins. Yo, dog. It's like, it's like, yo, dog. It's like hot lava going through your body. Not looking up. And you tell my man, just look up at the fiery serpent Mm. on the bronze, you know, the bronze serpent (laughs) on the pole. And he's like, no, that it's stupid. That's dumb. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. You're going to tell me all I got to do is believe in Jesus Christ, that he came and died for my sins. No, all I got to do is be good. (laughs) All I got to do is believe Believe. that Christ came and died for my sins on that cross. All I got to do is die and every time i come back i get another <laughs> chance and i'm gonna just keep getting better and better mm. and eventually i'm gonna ascend your yeah. dog he's playing y'all i'm just making stuff your up. dog he's playing your dog that's not I'm the gospel pretty sure somebody probably no, no you know whatever that's I why up. i gotta say right. he's playing nah you know why i'm gonna tell you something what he's saying i'm gonna tell you something what he's saying I hear it all the time. Oh, right? yeah, of course. When I tell them, yo, dog, all you got to do is believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that gospel. he came and he died for your sins, that you're a sinner, and you believe in his name, that he paid the penalty of sin for you. Yo, it's food. Yo, yo, 
I, I think sometimes they want to smack me. You ever get smacked in the back of the head? <laughs> yeah. Yo, they want to smack a me in the open back. In the <laughs> open neck. Y'all play that? They want to. They want to chapow me. You ever got chapowed? Nah. <laughs> yo, Doug. Oh, they want to. Yo, get out of here with that. That is foolishness. Right. So, for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And it's like, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And it's like what you said, the next verse says it for God did not send you know, God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Mm. You know, it's Marcus powerful. is like what you said. That was mm. the that was the reason. It wasn't it wasn't to um condemn the world. It wasn't to judge the world. It was to save the world. That is the greatest tragedy, dog. Going to hell. Mm. That is the sure. single greatest tragedy that's right bro dog going to hell yo that line is gonna be quiet and orderly dog right, you're not right. gonna have what is gonna be your defense dog what there are you is, gonna say there is none it's a tragedy when you when you realize that salvation was free right that the work was done on the cross for you, dog. And my prayer is that people realize that before it's too late. Yeah. Before you get thrust, yo. Every day you watch social media, you see people getting thrusted. It's <laughs> not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> but people's getting thrusted to the other side. Right. Mm. Thrusted from this reality to another reality. Right. And that's it. I, there's no. You, you're, you're into this eternal, you, there's no changing. You're locked. You're locked in. That is the greatest tragedy. And you're going to realize that was the truth. You're going to realize that this was a free gift. You're going to yeah. realize I didn't have to be over here. Right. And, you, and you're going to realize that, yo, B, God loved me, dog. <sighs> right. Like when you when you go to the other, you know, when you understand and you see the lamb that was slain, you see Jesus, mm -hmm. yeah, and, you, and you see the oh. lamb because when you read in Revelation, He's not Revelation, <laughs> Revelation, my, fav my favorite book, because it's the end of the story, and I want to get out of here, <laughs> so I love it. But when you see the lamb that was slain, B, like you said, you're going to see love. Mm. That's going to hurt. You're going to yeah. be like, yo, B, this whole time I was mad at God. I was angry with, yo, why, why I got, you know, whatever, whatever reason you didn't come to God, whatever reason you didn't believe in Christ. And you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, yo, B, that was, like it says, for God so loved the world. That's how John 3.16 starts. Yeah. For God so loved the world, you're going to see love. And that's, that hurts. 
like you said that's gonna hurt that the whole that's, time yeah, you was yeah. angry you was mad hurt. you was hurt so whatever yeah. reason you was pride whatever it was that didn't make you come to jesus christ and when you look on when you look in his face and you're gonna see and you see him you're gonna be like yo that was love and and jesus christ simplifies it in verse 18 there's only two types of people right there's those who believe and are not condemned and those who do not believe and are condemned already Mm-mm-mm. right because mm-hmm. you gotta understand you come into this world condemned that's because you're a sinner right right so you're already condemned like your dog you're already on the line straight to hell dying right so that punishment right you're not it's not because you lied or because you stole right. no it's because you rejected jesus christ yeah that's a phenomenal point that's the cut it says that's the condemnation that's the, the condemnation. light came you rejected the light why because you love the darkness <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and the crazy thing about it it's the word the word that's used there is agape it's not it's not your dog it's yo b when you look at our nature as men what as human beings dog we will do yo dog you have to claw our fingers off the darkness word it's natural the darkness is your dog that's where we naturally that's that's the dwell. Filthy, exactly. We love the, that. That is the wallow in the filth. That is the yo men love the darkness. Yo, it's rather so than clear. the light, dog. I rather sit in the darkness than come into the light. And and why why does it say that? You know where it says, um, finish it. It says because their deeds because were their evil. deeds were mm. evil. So people who you know us, I shouldn't say people, me. All of us. So at, All t- of us. at times where, the at times where I walk up. At times where you be like your dog, I'm good. Yo, people think yo. Your people listen, be thinking they good. I don't know. I be thinking I'm good, dog. There's times, yo. There's times I walk around and I do something that you can't tell me I ain't good. Right, right. I look you straight in the face and be like, I'm good. And it tells you right now, B, for their deeds were evil. evil. Dog, our nature, we're sinners, we're evil. Like the scripture says, all has fallen short of the glory. Mm. Every man has sinned. Every single man. You're born into sin, and then you live for sin. You know, thoughts, deeds, and action. Filthy. Filthy. Mm-hmm. Filthy. Yo, it's it a- says men love the dog <laughs> rather than the light. Yo, babe. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Even, you know, we admit it. Amen. Right? Yep. But we, we dog... Once I, I that gospel sank into my my heart. That's right. And I was like, "What?" And that was that was my conversion. When I finally read the gospel at age thirty something, sure. growing up, you know, hearing about Jesus, hearing about right. yo, know, even John three sixteen, 
it never clicked. <laughs> I was yeah. I was thought, oh, you you better be good, and your right. good is gonna outweigh your bad, and uh, whichever way the scale tip, oh uh, no. And that's that's the mind frame, right? Yeah. That's why people, are, I'm not as bad as Hitler. Right, right. Mm. What? And that's what it is, is the standards. Right, we always have standards to other men. To other men. Which are fallen sinners, just yeah. as we are. So, you know, so And not understanding God's standards. God's standards is perfect. And you know what? It's very interesting because you don't need to understand. You just need to believe. That's exactly. You know, because that's the thing a good is, point. That's like foolishness. Just dog. like the serpent. That's you right. just need to believe. You just that's need to believe. Like, how many people, you know, understand how a car actually works? The pistons going, the engine is going. You jump in, you know, you start it and you go. Exactly. Electricity. Or electricity, or, you know, taking a plane and you're flying across. You know? <laughs> and, you know, you get on this plane, you don't know how it flies, you don't understand the lift, the drift, any of these, you know, physical concepts. But you just believe that this plane is going to take you point A to point B. So that's all it is. Mm. How simple it is. Faith. Oh, you don't understand the wind. Everybody is going to be charged with the same thing. That's that's the charge. Yep. That's one crime. One crime. He says, this is is the judgment. That the light came into the world. But men love the darkness rather, rather than, than the light. light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does mm. not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. This is things that every everybody could relate to it. Everyone. Everybody could relate to that just in regular life. Like when you're doing some madness. You want to do it in secret. You want to do it in darkness. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't want it exposed. Mm. All right. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. And I, I read that, and it brings me back to Nicodemus. Right. And I'm wondering what he was thinking after that conversation as he came to the light and things were revealed to him that he didn't understand or he had no clue about Mm. so now maybe him having to reevaluate everything Mm. that he learned that he went through Mm -hmm. and then seeing now what Jesus did in the temple probably makes sense to you because now you see all this is evil and then now the light came and exposed everything and expose, you know, the the what are those things that you said, the Talmud and, and right. these extra laws that they were putting and, right. and not understand. Nicodemus was probably thinking about all of that on his way home from this this little session. But look at verse twenty two, it says, But he who practices the truth. You know, like it goes back to uh chapter one, you know, the truth, the light. You know, those things, uh, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're practicing, it says, he who practices the truth comes to the light. So you have to be practicing truth. You have to be a lover of truth. You have to be right. seeking truth mm-hmm. to come to the light. Mm. You know, you can't lie to yourself. And, you know, you just think about, you know, before you were saved, 
you know, it's not until you got hit with the truth of who Christ was, what was righteousness, what was evil. These things, as you started to read the Bible, you was like, yeah, I was lying to myself. So many right. points in your life where you was like, yo, dog, I just lied. Yo, how could I was living a lie. I was lying to myself. That's why the word is dope, bro. Because it reveals that to you. That's why early I was just reading. I'm like, yo, I'm wicked. And it says, so that his deeds may be manifested. And, you know, that was something I've been thinking about. That's just, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful how John writes it and how Jesus, this dialogue, because mm. that's the hard part, B. Mm. The hard part is admitting Dog, I'm a sinner. The hard part is admitting, like, yo, I, I've been wrong my whole life. Mm-hmm. I haven't sure. been practicing truth. Mm-hmm. I've been living a lie. Humility. <laughs> right, and it goes back, right? Like with Nicodemus, for him to step to Jesus was, it was humble. And being humble, yo, you know, it's like with Satan. When you hear about Satan, it says, you know, you were perfect until pride was found in you. Right. You know, that is the root of all sin is pride. So for salvation, the root of salvation is humility. That first step is like when you go to an AA meeting, how do you get help at an addictions meeting? You have to stand up and be like, my name is such and such and I'm an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to admit that you're not in a good place for you to get help. And that, like you said, that's the judgment. The judgment is that the light has come, who is Jesus Christ, but you rejected it. And and you know what? You could be you could be like Nicodemus, you know, good. Um you could reverence spiritual things. Mm-hmm. You could be learned. But if you're not confessing your sins and you're not recognizing that there has to be a second birth then it's all for not like you're condemned already and you know jesus just went straight to the heart of the matter and kind of told them like there has to be a second birth you are not going to see the kingdom of god unless you're born again so um and i like the fact that he he uh brought up that old testament type with the serpent being lifted mm-hmm. up and it's in faith right that that didn't make any it wasn't an elixir it wasn't any type of remedy it doesn't even make sense if you think about it right pragmatically but it was in faith that they believed and it, they were healed so he was like your dog these are all the things that you've been reading so you should have known this but the john 316 made the greatest you know, scripture, maybe, I don't know, I'm guessing, because everybody knows it. Yes, it is. And it, it, it really gives you the gospel, right? That's the heart of the gospel, mm. is that we're sinners, we're falling, and God loves us so much that his sacrifice, he is his only begotten son, right? His unique son mm. that is 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 one of one when you think one about you know the dual nature god putting on flesh and being born nobody else is gonna 
have that title or have that position or be like that. He's unique. Yeah. All right. <coughs> the monogamous. And he he uh he sent him to die for us, for me, for yeah. Ralph, for Mike, for Ange. Um, that's what he did. Cause yeah. cause he loves us. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what we want. Um that's that's what that's we the message. Yeah, that's the message. Glorify Christ right now. You know, um just you saying that as you said the unique son, it just brought to mind like why he had to be the God man. Hundred percent man, hundred percent God. He had to be a hundred percent God in order to account for our sins. He had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But the things that if he was only a hundred percent God, he is immortal, he is eternal, he could not die. So he had to so he had to be man also. And he mm. couldn't be all man, a hundred percent man, because then if he died, he would be dying for his own sins. Mm. Right? So mm. he would have two natural birth parents. So he had to be that perfect God man in order for him to die for our sins, you know, to could, you know, take the punishment for our sins and at the same time for him to die, to shed that blood for us on the cross on Calvary. Right? Amen. So it's such a unique thing that we have here. And it's like what you were saying with uh Genesis, you know, that's what the whole Bible is about. Like I didn't understand the Bible until you uh, understood John three sixteen. Right. Uh, John three sixteen is the key it's the whole point the of the of the Bible. So like you said in Genesis when we had this perfect relationship with God and it was man and God and women and God and it was, you know, everything was perfect and man fell like this this moment that Jesus Christ is, you know, this dialogue that he's having with Nicodemus and telling him, you know, just like the serpent was in the, you know, had to be raised in the wilderness, the son of man has to be raised and whoever believe in him is like everything came to that moment so when you're reading the bible it's all leading to this moment it's all leading to this act that jesus christ is coming down and has to be lifted up has to be put on the cross to die for our sins that we may be forgiven for um the garden you know for bringing death into the world Mm -hmm. and god and you know god has to correct all of that but you know that act of Jesus Christ, but it's 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 like what you said. It it all started in the garden. Everything was perfect, but man fell. It's and, a love story, and this is how God got back to um. God love us and want to take us out of the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta give um Ralph the honors of praying mm-hmm. as we close in prayer. Okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much that you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believe in you may not perish and have eternal life. Lord, the entire scriptures, our entire lives is based on this one important verse. And our lives hang on this verse, Lord God. And we thank you that you loved us so much from eternity past to eternity future you loved us to the point where you sent your only son to die for our sins. Mm-hmm. And Lord God, and we thank you for this opportunity where we could sit at your feet and now we could come into a living relationship with you because of the shed blood on Calvary. Lord God, and as we lift up our voices and we pray and we um, think about all our listeners, Lord God, we pray that they themselves also come to know you and come into a living relationship with you by just looking, mm. 
look and live just trust in you and that their lives may be transformed and may be regenerated and may become born again so that they can have eternity with you starting from this day they may have eternal life so lord we thank you and we glorify you and we lift you up and we magnify you and we pray all of this in the mighty name of your son jesus amen amen amen